What's going on, guys? Hey, this is Michael James, and you are listening to episode one of the Michael James Show. Welcome. Man, we got a lot of stuff to get into today. First thing I want to say is Happy New Year to all you people out there listening. That's right. 2020 is upon us. We're just going to be like the Roaring Twenties. Give me... Go out and get me a tailor-made suit and just start wearing that everywhere I go. I think that'd be pretty fun. But, hey, a um, few things I want to get into today. First off, let's talk about uh, the New Year's. How many of you guys set New Year's goals? Um, whether that be um, lose weight or, you know, lose weight, you know, do something better, live healthier, whatever. Anybody have New Year's resolutions like that? I tend, I tend not to do New Year's resolutions. I'm more of a goal guy. Um, I tend to set goals. Um, I tend to set goals and then try to follow. Give me a year to follow through. With a, I think it's a mindset thing though for me, at least for me anyway. Um, if I say it's a resolution, typically resolutions fail. So I don't like to send. Uh, say I'm doing resolutions I'd much rather just do um do goals and then it's in my mindset okay this is a semi long long-term goal this is something I want to get done by the end of the year so um for instance last uh last year one of my goals for 2019 was I wanted to start a podcast and didn't quite make it. Uh, this is now 2020 and this is episode one. I, however, did get all my equipment to do podcasting, uh, everything I needed. Got the show concept down on kind of where I wanted, uh, kind of what I wanted this show to be about. And um, so, yeah, I got it. We're here in 2020. First episode, got it up and going. So I guess tech, it took a little longer than a year, but then again, I got everything planned out, so I made progress on it. But uh, this year, new goals for this year. I haven't really set any goals yet for 2020. Kind of thinking maybe I want to, I don't know. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking like the church I go to, I go, uh, I am a Christian. Okay, first and foremost, let's just get this out of the air. I am a Christian. Uh, I'm a follower and believer of the one true living God. Um, so Sunday, which I'm recording this on the third. So the Sunday before that, the Sunday bringing in the new year at our church, I go to life church based out of Oklahoma. Um, we had uh, one of the campus pastors came in and preached, and it was a phenomenal message. And it was based on um, your gifts. And basically, you know, if God has given all of us gifts, and if he's given you a gift, then you have something to give. So step into your calling. So I think this year one of my goals is to expand on what my calling is and try and to step into that um, this year. Uh, One of the things I'm doing to do that, just for me personally, is I actually applied for a couple positions at the church. And um, 
I think I applied for like four positions. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, out of the four positions, one I only really felt like I was qualified to get. Like, okay, I'm probably out of the four positions, I'm probably most qualified for this one position. And, yeah, that was the position that they already cut me on. I'm like, hmm, well, happy new year to me. <laughs> so it should be interesting to see what happens with the other three. And uh, that may not be my calling. Um, I think I'm I'm more or less just called because I want to help people. I want to help in any way I can. I feel like I need to be able to help, like do more. And right now I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. So that's just me. That's my goals. Uh, I think that's the goal for this year. Step into my calling. Find out what it is and step into it. What's yours? Let me know. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It is the TM. Well, where'd it go? Home. It is the TMJS20. Is uh, is my handle. Or you can find me on Facebook. It is um, yeah, it's TMJS20 on Twitter. And uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, The Michael James Show. Drop me a line. Let me know. So today, let's get into hot topics for this week. Hot topics for this week uh, include, but are not limited to, uh, on one, uh, on the 2nd of January, 2020, uh, President Trump ordered airstrikes, killing a general, killing a general. And, <laughs> um, yeah, this story comes, um, this particular story I'm reading from, uh, particularly comes from Fox news. Um, basically Trump wiped out a, um, an Iranian general. And basically it was in response to, Hey, um, it was in response to attacks on the embassy in Baghdad. So, okay. Look, I don't care whether you like Trump or you hate Trump. All right. Whether you like him or hate him, he portrays strength when need to be portrayed. Because here's what you got to realize is, okay, yes, the embassy was in Baghdad, but that is still U.S. soil that embassy sits on. They attacked American soil, and that requires a response. See what I'm saying? So he sent airstrikes, wiping out, killing the general, and then you got, um, then you got, split partisan or bipartisan or whatever partisan you got the two major parties in the country, the Republicans, Democrats, one side's hailing it. The other side's all mad because they weren't consulted. Well, about 90% sure they don't have to consult you. So like it or hate it, he portrays strength when he, when it needs to be portrayed. And, so, 
hey, he's gone. Then, man, so there's another story based on this. Came out from this story. Uh, it came comes from uh, CNSnews.com, and it is uh, actress Rose McGowan begs Iran, please don't kill us. We're being held hostage by a terrorist regime. That's the headline. Hmm. Lady, you are not being held by a terrorist regime. This administration is a far cry from a terrorist regime. And like I said, whether you love them or hate them, the economy's doing well. You still have all the freedoms afforded to you by the Constitution. If, if this was a terrorist regime, your freedoms would be, would be gone. The economy would be down the toilet. And you can leave anytime. You have the freedom to leave and go wherever you want to go. Anywhere in the world. You have that freedom as an American citizen to leave. Second of all, why do you think you're the mouthpiece for Americans? Okay. I want to know where you get this 52% of us humbly apologize. I mean, what, did you take a Twitter poll? Like, okay, guys, this just happened. Trump just killed an Iranian general. Let's just, I need to know who's all okay with this. I mean, how does that happen? What the wide world of sports? I mean, seriously, how do you get the number 52%? Uh, percent? And then second of all, why are you speaking for that 52%? You are literally nobody important. Just because you are an actress, you're not necessarily any more important than anybody else. Oh. Let's see what her tweet said. This should be fun. Uh, she tweeted out. Well, it doesn't say. I didn't say what date she tweeted it, but she tweeted out, "Dear Iran, the U.S. has disrespected your country, your flag, your people. Fifty-two percent of us humbly apologize. We want peace with your nation." We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape. Please don't kill us. So much to dissect in that particular statement. First of all, okay, we are covered. This isn't terrorist regime. You still have all the freedoms you have. You still have all your freedoms. Not a terrorist regime. There's not military in the streets telling you that there's no curfew, martial law, nothing like that. Not a terrorist regime. Okay. We covered that. Um, while it probably is true, like, we'll settle for peace as a country. Stop attacking our country, and we won't wipe you out. Okay. Once again, attack the U.S. Embassy. That is American soil. Just like all the embassies in, all the foreign embassies in this country, that is their respective country's soil, all right? Once you 
cross over that border and attack the embassy, you are invading a, a country. So technically, we didn't start this. All right. Iran started this by attacking our embassy. They invaded our country. So yes, it needed to be responded to with strength, with force. All right. Then second, you're not being held hostage. You can leave. In fact, just leave. Just leave the country. If you don't like this country, if you think you're being held hostage, then why aren't you making any effort to escape? See, that boggles my mind, right? That you're telling me you're being held by a terrorist regime. You're not going to try to escape. I mean, if I'm being held hostage, um, yeah, I'm getting out of there. I or I try and one of the two. Uh, you don't. Oh wait, never mind. I guess I should have read the next sentence. You don't know how to escape. Well, here's how you escape this terror, this so-called terrorist regime. All right. Here's what you do. All right. I want you to hear me now. Hear me now. This is what you do. You get on the interwebs. You type in flight to any other country. You click on the first one. You book it. And you take your happy butt down to the airport and you get on a plane. Boom. You've escaped this so-called terrorist regime. I'm just saying. I mean, hey, that's just me. I'm just thinking out loud, apparently. Um, then the last, last sentence of her tweet, please do not kill us. You know how hard that's going to be? I mean, honestly, how hard it's going to be to kill us. We hold the greatest military in the world. We are one of the very few superpowers in the world. We hold the greatest military in the world. And we are, one of the reasons we are the greatest military in the world is our ability to give support to our troops who are fighting in record time. Because you can only advance so far until you can't no longer get support quick enough. And that's where a lot of militaries run at, run run into trouble. They can't get the support they need, supplies they need, food, water, ammo, guns, mechanics, all that. That's all support. That's why every job in the military is important. Look, if you're in the military and you don't, and you're not infantry or you're not in a combat MOS, you're in a support MOS, your job is still important because without you, Without you and your support role, we would not be able to have the kind of military we have and the strength that we have it. So hats off to you, my, my brothers and sisters. So I honestly don't think that Iran could kill us. I mean, they might be able to, they might be able to, I, I mean, they might foolishly attack us, but between our missiles our air defense. Uh, I don't think they can, uh, I don't think they can get anything done. We'll end up just completely wiping them out, which, Hey, if you attack us, look, 
I'm a firm believer. You can do whatever you want. Honestly, you can do whatever you want to do. No judgment from me. However, if you choose to do something stupid, whatever you choose to do, if there's consequences that come with them, you need to be prepared to take those consequences. All right. So, Rose McGowan, you're a joke. Stop speaking for 52% of the country. So-called 52% of the country. You're not a spokesperson. You're an actress and like a C-rate actress at that. So, hey, that's off to you. Oh, man, so much going on. So much going on. What else has happened here recently? Um, so the U.S. government's wanting to raise the tobacco age to 21. Now, personally, this really doesn't affect me. I just really, um, I really don't care. Uh, I mean, I don't care to the fact that you raise it to 21. It can be 21, 18. That, as far, doesn't make um, a difference to me. You make it 45 for all I care. The problem, the only reason I bring this up, the problem I have, um, oh, this story, I'm looking at this story uh, via the CNN.com. You can find this story. Um, the only reason I have, uh, have an issue with this um, is solely because going back to the whole military thing, we are the greatest military. Um, you have to register for the draft at 18. You have to register for the draft at 18. You can join the military at 18, but you're telling me you can't smoke, dip, vape if you want to until you're 21. Or you can't drink until you're 21. You can't buy a gun until you're 21. Now, mind you, it don't matter if you're in a support position or combat position. First thing that they teach you in the military is how to kill. One of the fundamental parts of basic training is BRM, which is basic rifles marksmanship. They teach you how to shoot. They teach you how to kill. So the fact that you're that I can do all that at 18, you're seriously like either if you want to make it 21, make it 21, but let's just raise everything up to 21. Let's raise the voting age to 21. Let's raise the, uh, you don't have to register for selective service till 21, which is the draft. You don't have to register for the draft till 21. You don't, you can't join the military till 21. Just make everything 21 and leave it at that. Um, all this came via, uh, a, a $738 billion defense spending bill, um, which part of the bill, which this is another, another thing I have a problem with. Why are you putting so much in all these bills? Why can't, I mean, honestly, why can't we just have like one or two things, like, for instance, if you're going to do a defense spending bill, it should only be on defense. 
should have nothing to do with raising smoking age or health plans. Um, it should only have to do with defense. Like, uh, for instance, the 12, uh, 12 weeks paid paternally. Why is that in a defense spending bill? Okay, I can see why the troops give, getting a raise. That, that's good. That should be part of the defense spending bill. Um, the Space Force, that's a whole nother thing right there, the Space Force. That's probably one of the funnier things uh, President Trump's trying to get going is the Space Force. Um, I might actually re-enlist just to join the Space Force because I'm curious. I'm legitimately curious. And then, of course, this uh, southern border uh, wall funding, that should be part of the defense spending bill. But, like, the repealing the Cadillac tax uh, on health plans, why couldn't that just be part of a different bill and then, cause, and then raise the smoking age? So the paternal leave, the Cadillac tax, and the 21 smoking age, that could all been one bill. But, like I said, if you're going to raise, if you're going to keep raising all these ages to 21, you just need to raise it across the board where you can't do anything till you're 21. Uh, that's just my two cents on it, because honestly, what in the wide world of sports? And you got bipartisan support for this, and just, like, why Why are we allowing, I mean, you're essentially allowing an 18-year-old to sign up to be a bullet catcher for minimum wage. But you won't let him go drink a beer or have a cigarette or buy a gun. You see the disconnect here? Like this is I mean he can't even run for office. Good grief, he can't even run for office till he's twenty five. Or he can't run for federal office till he's twenty five. He can I mean, I suppose he could run for some of the local local small town elections. Put it that way. Uh so, but moving it. But another story that tied into this, I never understood. And this isn't, this isn't really a new, a new story, but it's something that happened this past year. I think it was this past year. It might've been two years ago, but it was, they're trying to lower the voting age to 16. Why are you lowering the voting age to 16, but raising the smoking age 21 and have raised the drinking age 21. No, you see, now you're just trying to get like, I don't know. When I was 16, I was stupid. I did a lot of stupid stuff. Um, I can't see 16, year, 16, 17 year olds really being, I mean, I can't see that being a good idea. Um, if you, there's a, there's actually a website uh, to vote16usa.org and um, um, five reasons for lowering the U.S. voting age to 16. We need to encourage, number one is we need to encourage effective and relevant civic learning. I'm sure there's other ways you could actually do that without allowing them to vote. Because one, as, I don't know, maybe it's just me, 16-year-olds, um, I just can't see it being a good idea. Uh, 16 and 
Reason number three is pretty good. Uh, 16, 17-year-olds are ready to vote. No. No, they're not. Um, once again, if you can't serve in the military, you definitely don't need to be able to vote. Um, you're not an adult yet. So, I don't know. That's just one of the stupidest things I ever heard. Uh, I mean, you got these jokers. You don't see it much anymore, but there was there was a time where they were all posting videos of meeting Tide Pods. And you want these jokers to come vote? No, that's stupid. You see videos on YouTube all the time of them doing stupid stuff on four-wheelers, dirt bikes, and vehicles. Once again, I was 16 once. Well, I mean, we all were, but when I was 16, I was, there's no way I was going to be able to vote. I mean, not to mention, they're not paying attention to anything that's happening in the world. Um, Because one, they're at 16 and 17, you have not been, or you have not been old enough yet to form your own opinion. I'll give you an I'll give you an example. My sister, uh, my younger sister, she she gets mad at me, and she'll be if she actually listens to this and realizes uh, not, I'm talking about her, she'll be mad. But um, my sister, when she turned 18, right, as an 18 year old, even that, um, I asked her. I was like, "Who are you voting for?" Well, that's not your business. Like, I wasn't asking to give you a hard time. I'm curious because they'd already been on this whole voting age at 16 kick. And I was like, no, I just want to know. I want to know why you're voting for who you're voting for. Because I'm curious if you know why you're doing it. And she wouldn't give me an answer. She just kept getting defensive about it. And. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know who she voted for. I'm about 90% sure the only reason she voted for him is because that's who my dad voted for. So at 16 and 17, they've not formed their own opinions yet. She was 18 and still hadn't formed her own opinion. I mean, now she has. I mean, she still won't tell me. Uh, she she won't have that discussion with me because she thinks I'm just going to give her crap. But I'm not. I just, I'm curious. I want to know why. I'm just curious. And so, but at 16, 17, you can't form, you haven't formed your own opinions yet on things. You're just going to vote the same way your parents vote. So why do we need, so we don't need to lower it. You're not ready to vote. Uh, what's going on in other news? Man, a lot of things have happened. Probably here more recently. There was a, uh, this story comes to us via foxnews.com. There was a, uh, a church shooting in, uh, down around, I believe it was Dallas, Texas. And, uh, well, it's White Settlement, Texas. And it was the West Freeway Church of Christ. And uh, basically, I mean, it was tragic to, I think, Two or three people lost their lives. I think two, two congregants and then the gunmen lost their lives. And, uh, 
but it could have been a lot worse. I mean, this is why the Second Amendment is important. Why not having restrictions on guns is important. Because when you have law-abiding citizens carrying guns that are able to defend um, defend people, then, like, look, carrying a gun is not everybody's cup of tea. You don't want to carry a gun? Don't carry a gun. You don't have to carry a gun. But don't infringe on my right to carry a gun. I've been trained. I know how to handle a gun. Once again, I was in the military. Basic training. They teach you how to handle a, a firearm, a weapon. And so law-abiding citizens, if it wasn't for this guy who voluntary, the volunteer security uh, who had was carrying a gun, it would have been a lot worse. Um, he was able to stop it. I mean, he did it with a headshot too, but I guess then again, he's an instructor, so a firearms instructor, so uh, I would expect nothing less than a, a kill shot on the first go around. I mean, he probably would have wounded him, but the gunman would have just sued him if he would have done that. So he took him out with a headshot. But he, but the fact of the matter is, he was only he was only able to take him out because. He was carrying because of the Second Amendment and his right to bear arms. And he saved countless lives in doing it. The guy, the guy, the shooter, he was a felon. There's no way he was, he should have been able to get a gun. This is why a gun bandit is bad. Banning all guns, because your criminals are still going to find a gun. Let's just say, hypothetically, you take away all the guns. Well, there's still knives. Oh, what are you going to do? Take away all the knives? Well, there's still bats. Take away all the bats? Well, still strangle your beat you to death with, with your hands. I mean, see, there's always ways to do it, right? Banning guns isn't the answer. You're just going to take them from law-abiding citizens who have the ability to stand up and save people, right? So... Kudos to that guy for taking him out. Second Amendment. Go Second Amendment. All right. So, last thing I want to talk to you about on this particular episode is, because um, we're kind of, last thing I want to talk to you about on this particular episode is the First Amendment. Part of this episode, part of this format that I'm trying to do, I encourage debate. You may not you may not agree with me on a lot of things I say, or a few things I say. Feel free to let me know. Uh, you can reach me at the uh, TMJS20 on Twitter, the Michael James Show on Facebook. Um, you send me an email, the Michael James show 20 at gmail.com. I encourage debate. I, you know, 
and I may not agree with everything you say, but I will fight for your right to say it. Because you have the right to say whatever you want to say. Because I have the right to say whatever I want to say. Now, am I trying to be mean to people? No, that's just not me. I'm not going to sit here and be just obliquely be mean to you. But if you have an opinion on something that contradicts my what I'm saying on here, by all means, let, let me know. Let's talk about it. I encourage free debate. I encourage free speech. You can say whatever you want to say. The First Amendment guarantees your right to say it. Okay? As long as it's not a call to action, it's covered by the First Amendment. Now, with that being said, really the First Amendment only covers you from being prosecuted. You can say whatever you want to say and the government can't say Shut, the government can't shut you down. Now, if you're at work and you want to say, and you say something derogatory to someone and you get fired, well, I mean, that's not covered in the First Amendment because unless you have a government job, the government is not trying to shut you down. Your place of employment, which is a private business, fired you for what you said. So there is consequences to what you say. But you can still say it. But I think that's all we got for today. Like I said, um, you can get these podcast. Uh, you can get this podcast anywhere podcasts are offered. Um, go down, hit uh, subscribe, give me five stars. Um, leave me a review. Uh, you. You can find me over on, uh, like I said, Twitter. Twitter handle is TMJS20. Um, Michael James Show on Facebook. Um, you know, just want to say, uh, as I'm heading out, just want to say, you know what? God bless you. I love you. Have a good day.